Davidson. I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from here, Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. If you are watching this program via television today, it is Christmas. And I want us to take a look again at why we are celebrating. If you will turn with me to Luke 2, we are going to look at the gift, the gift that came to us from God in heaven. And he sent us a gift. And if you have a courage to look at that gift, to receive the gift that God gave to you, if you have the courage to receive it, then that gift will heal all your diseases and all your sickness and all your pain. And that gift will give you prosperity to have all the money that you will need to walk in this life. And that gift that God gave to you will forgive all your sins and everything you have done in the past if you have the courage to receive that gift. If you have the courage to receive that gift, he will deliver you from every bondage and hindrance that is in front of you, that is with you, that is with you every day. If you have the courage to receive that gift, that gift, if you have the courage to receive it, will protect you, will keep you in safety, will keep you in peace. And that gift, if you will receive it, will get you out of every single situation that you are in. Do you have the courage to receive the gift that God gave to you? God gave to you. He just didn't give it to the world. He gave it to you. Amen. Let's take a look at that gift that we can receive. If you will go with me to Luke 2, verse 7. This is talking about Mary. She said, and Mary brought forth her firstborn son. This is Mary's son. And wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Mary had a baby. And it says, and there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, watch, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, said unto the shepherds, he said, fear not. For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people, all people. That angel just wasn't talking to the shepherds. He was talking to all people. We are part of that all people. If you are in China listening to this program, you are part of all people. If you are in Russia, if you are in South Africa, if you are in Europe, if you are in Asia, it is to all people. This gift is to all. It says, and the Lord said, uh, and the Lord, the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings, good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you, unto you, to all people, unto us, is born this day in the city of David a Savior. A Savior. Have you ever considered the word Savior? You know what a Savior does? He saves. He saves. He saves you out of everything that you need saved from. He'll even save you from yourself. 
Jesus is a savior. He is your savior. He was given to us that gift. Now, what was that thing that was born? What was that baby that they wrapped up in swaddling clothes and laid that newborn baby in a manger? I want to remind you right now, that newborn baby in the manger, all wrapped up in swaddling clothes, could not be your savior yet. He couldn't save you while he was in the manger. He had a job to do, but he had to start in a manger. He had to start wrapped up in swaddling clothes. He had to be born. And what was in that manger? What was in that trough, that horse trough, that donkey trough, that cow trough? What was laying in that trough? Go with me to John, uh, John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. There were two gods. That makes it so easy. There were two gods. The Word was God, and he was with God. And what about those two gods? This one, one of them was the Word. He was the Word. You see these words written on these pages that came from the word, the word. It says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Two gods, folks. There were two in these sentences. There are actually three. The Holy Spirit also is a God. There's three, three. Now, what about that God that was the word? It says, all things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. You were made by this word. You were made by this God. Now, all things were made by him. Without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. That was this God with the Father. If you will read in Proverbs 8, he was daily the Father's delight. He was with the Father. And then... What did he do? Verse 14, John 1, and the word, this word that made everything you see, that makes everything you stand on, this word was made flesh. It was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. That God, that God that was with God became flesh became flesh. Turn with me to Philippians 2. I'm going to begin in verse 5. Let's take a look at this that became flesh. This God that became flesh. It says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So this is how Jesus thought. He said, who being in the form of God, we just saw that in John 1, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. There were two. It says, but... But Jesus made himself of no reputation and took on him the form of a servant and became in the likeness of men. Jesus, those that, that where it says made himself of no reputation, that word means he emptied himself. That God that made everything emptied himself of all his godly ability. All of it emptied himself. He could no longer create. He could no longer be everywhere at once. He could no longer hear everything at once. He could no longer know everything at once. He emptied himself of all of it and, be, and became in the form of a servant and made in the likeness of man. And being found in fashion, being a man like you and I, 
He humbled himself. He humbled himself. That God that was with God humbled himself and became a man like you and I, became just like us and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Turn with me to Hebrews 10. These words that this verse, Jesus is speaking. Hebrews 10 verse 5. Wherefore, when Jesus cometh into the world, and how did he come into the world? He became a baby. He became a baby. There wasn't a great entrance where millions of angels started crying and Jesus came from heaven and stepped down on earth. Oh no, oh no. He emptied himself of all his godly abilities and he became a baby. He became just like you and I. Now, Hebrews 10, verse 5. Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he said, sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but a body, a body hast thou prepared me. A body hast thou prepared me. God had a body for Jesus to get into. God had a body for Jesus to get into. He said, and a body hast thou prepared me. In burnt offerings and sacrifice for sins, thou hast no pleasure. Then said I, lo, I come. I come. In the volume of the book it is written of me to do thy will, O God. Turn with me to Hebrews 2, verse 14. Hebrews 2, verse 14. The writers of Hebrews writes, For as much then as the children, you and I are God's children, said, for as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood. You and I have flesh and blood. You know, if you don't know you have flesh and blood, stick a pin in you. You'll feel the flesh and you'll see the blood. We are made of flesh and blood. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise. He, Jesus, also himself likewise took part of the same and through death that he might destroy him that had the power of death that is the devil he came to so that likewise through death he might destroy him that had the power of death that is the devil he emptied himself and became a man like you and I and says 15 and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage verse 16 for verily For verily, Jesus took on not him the nature of angels, but he took on him the seed of Abraham. He took on him the seed of Abraham. And how did he do that? How did he take on the seed of Abraham? Turn with me to Luke 1. Do you have the courage to receive this gift that was given to you? Luke 1, verse 30. And the angel came into Mary. And he says, fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive. Thou shalt conceive. Not, she wasn't going to be a host. She was going to conceive. She was going to conceive. You know, it takes two to conceive. It takes two. You got to have an egg. And you got to have the sperm. You got to be, it's got to conceive. Well, this, in this case, there was an egg. But there wasn't a sperm. What was what was it? What was it that that egg received? Let's read on. Thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and shall bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. 
And Mary said unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore, that holy thing which shall be born, born, born of thee, born, not dropped onto earth, born. Jesus humbled himself, who was God and was with God, was born, born. And he said, and the holy thing that shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Why? Why was he born? Why was Jesus born? You know, there is a verse in Scripture, a beautiful verse, that Jesus spoke himself. Oh, the love of this verse. Turn with me to John 12. The love of this verse. Do you know that you can't kill God? You can't kill him. And we read in Hebrews that Jesus came that he might destroy death. And how was Jesus going to destroy death? He was going to have to die. He was going to have to die. And how are you going to, how are you going to die if you're a God? You can't. You can't die if you're a God. Amen. Jesus became a man. Jesus became a man. And this beautiful verse, one of my very favorite in scriptures. There is so much in this verse. So much faith. So much power. John 12, Jesus is speaking. He said, now is my soul troubled. Now is my soul troubled. Do you see Jesus here has a soul? He has a soul. He's like you and I. He has a soul. He came to earth to be like you and I, and he has a soul. And that soul right now is troubled. It's troubled. He said, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. Now he's going to tell you why he was born. Now he's going to tell you why he emptied himself of all his godly ability and became a baby. Do you know when that, when that egg was conceived? When that egg was conceived in that moment, the spirit of Jesus, that one cell for a moment, that one cell harbored the spirit of Jesus. Harbored the spirit of of Jesus. That spirit of Jesus went into that egg. And then that egg divided into two. And then four. And then 16. And that egg, a couple days later, got a heart. And that heart started beating. That little beating embryo had the spirit of Jesus in it. The spirit of Jesus And why did he come? He became like you and I. He was born of a mother. He had a mother. And he was hungry. And he was thirsty. And he would get tired. And he would want to eat. And he had sadness sometimes. And he had gladness. And he he had weakness. He had all our weakness in him. He was tried like we are. He he was... um, He was tempted like we are in all things. Why? It tells you right here why. It tells you right in this verse why. He said, now is my soul trouble. What shall I say, Father? Save me for this hour. Save me. Get me out of this. But what does he say? For this cause. For this cause. For this cause. I came unto this hour. That baby was born for this cause. And what was this cause? This cause was he had to die. 
He came to die. That baby, Emmanuel, that baby we celebrate today in Christmas, that baby was born in a manger, came to die. And he came to die for you. He came to die for you. You didn't even ask for it. And he still came to die for you. Turn with me to Isaiah 52, 53. He came to die. He said, Father, to save me from this hour, this is the reason I came. He said, I came for this hour. I came for this hour. I came to go to the cross for you. That's the gift. That is the gift. The man, Jesus, went to the cross for us. The Father sent him, and he did it for you. Do you have the courage to receive that? Isaiah 52, I mean 53, verse 5. It says, but Jesus was wounded for our transgressions. When he was on the cross, he carried your and I sin. When he was put on that cross, he took on everything that kept us from God. Everything that kept us from God, he took on his own body, his own body for you, for you. Everything that keeps you from God, Jesus took on his own body for you. He said, that's the reason I came. I came for this hour. I came to die for you. I came to be buried for you. I came to be raised again for you. And he came to raise us up with him. It says, but for he wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace, the punishment, the correction, what it took to bring peace between the Father and us. You know what comes with that peace? Prosperity. You know what comes in that peace? Safety. You know what comes in that peace? Welfare. You know what comes in that peace? Peace and fellowship with the Lord God Almighty. That's what came in that peace. That's what Jesus took on. Everything that separated you and the Father, Jesus took on himself. What you've done, what you've thought, what you want to do, all went on the body of Jesus, and he died for you. That was the gift. And then if you look in verse 10, it says that gift, what Jesus did, taking that all on, it says it pleased the Father to bruise him. To, and he has put him to grief. The Father did it to him. It says, when thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see of the travail of that man and his, and in his soul, and he shall be satisfied. That gift satisfied the Father concerning you. That gift satisfied the Father Jehovah for you. That's the gift. That's the gift. Do you have the courage to receive it? Do you have the courage to receive that gift? We have about a minute and a half left, and I'm going to give it to Doyle. Well, hallelujah. Under heaven, there is just one name. Just one, no others, one, whereby one must be saved. That name is Jesus Christ 
of Nazareth. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. No other, just that one, whereby you can be saved, born again, be one with Jesus. No other name. Think about that. All you have to do is repeat after me his name. The faith and the grace is in your heart Amen. to be saved, to be born again. Now speak after me. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless. Thank you.